gets to the fake construction scene and here's Carlos and is like Carlos and he's like no this <laughs> isn't Carlos <laughs> but like no one can do it because it's no one else can do it <laughs> <laughs> it's his special skill oh he's amazing he's amazing <laughs> well welcome to from Rushers with Love, we are your podcast for all things Big Time Rush, and this time we are talking about Big Time Mansion. My name is Maggie. I'm Haley. I'm Ashton. I love that you hair flipped there, even though I it's audio do it <laughs> And what time is it? It's girl, girl time. time. What if you have a sinus infection? Isn't that doctor time? It's, no, girl, it's time. girl time. I gotta think of new... I can't just keep stealing Logan's, <laughs> but it's a really good one. Big Time Mansion was directed by Joe Menendez. He just does a lot of Nickelodeon stuff. I, it's going to sound like any of the other ones that I've said before. And it was written by Jed Spingren? Okay. Spingarn. Yes. Um, and he was really involved in Johnny Bravo, Jimmy Neutron, Back at the Barnyard, and Pinging in the Brain. A good resume. Yeah, it's a really good resume. Also, according to his IMDb, he's a Libra. Oh, I, I, I don't know why they have that there. <laughs> Uh, but that's what we need to know going into it. Well, it is season one, episode seven. Um, it was released February in 2010. It opens in the Palmwoods pool. Logan walks up to Kendall and James. And first of all, it looks like they're all in pajamas, which is really cute. But then they're not. They're in, like, swim attire, I guess. Weird. But I thought it was pajamas. They wear pajamas later. <laughs> yeah. They do not disappoint. And he asks what's going on. In unison, their answer is Carlitos. <laughs> so I don't know how they managed to do that in unison, unless they <laughs> planned it. But I don't know. No, they shared the brain cell. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Okay. Yeah. So Carlos is attempting to set the underwater farts world record. Okay, I have a lot of things to say about Logan's response. Can you guys bear with me for a second? I'm so excited. So, but Logan's like, but he's too far down. Underwater farts are impossible to achieve at water pressure in excess of 4.2 pounds per square inch. And then he, they're looking at him weird. So he goes, what? It's basic fartology. Um, that's not the part I want to talk about. So Carlos is in the palmwoods pool, which is tiny, tiny, tiny. You could definitely stand up in it. How high does it go? Like, not even for the chest. Yeah, it's waist deep. So... Okay, let's start with how the atmospheric pressure at sea level, if you're just standing on land, that's 14.7 pounds per square inch. So unless Logan's talking about just extra added pressure from the water, let's be really generous. Let's say Carlos is six feet underwater, which is not true, but we're going to say that. (laughs) So the pressure that he would be experiencing at six feet depth is about 17.3 pounds per square inch, which is only adding 2.6 pounds per square inch for the pressure that's only exerted by the water. So he'd have to be, in order to have an extra 4.2 pounds per square inch, he would have to be 23 feet deep in the water. So what is Logan talking about? (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to figure out either. Okay, he's either very, very incorrect and just making shit up, or the Big Time Rush universe exists on a, <laughs> in a timeline where the Earth has less gravity. <laughs> Which, I don't know, maybe that explains some stunts in the show. That's what I want to be true. I mean, it has to be true because Logan's a genius. I, I did can't Google be Blizzard. wrong about things. I, okay, I think that the more we talk about Logan and his facts <laughs> and numbers, the more we're realizing that he's just... Dumb? <laughs> oh, he's a genius. I think it, I think that he decided he must be a doctor and he was insecure about his intelligence. Rightfully so. And the boys were like, no, you're really smart. You're like so smart. And they all support him because they want him to feel smart. Um, Just like how they want James to right. feel. And like Logan probably gets decent grades in school. So. Right. And so they're probably just like, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy. If we keep telling him he's smart, he'll become smart. 
Because well, I don't want him to take their other. They all have their little roles, That's so true. they're like, if we put him in the smart bubble, he won't try to encroach on whatever we're doing. That's true. The smart bubble. Um, the other possibility is that they're all just so dumb <laughs> <laughs> that he is by default the smart one, but it's not saying much. I don't think Kendall is dumb though. I don't know. He's great, <laughs> but not. He's scheming. But not serious. serious. Yes, he's great, but not serious. Oh, yes. He's well, the slacker. He has to be himself. And if being himself doesn't mean being smart, then that's too bad. Right. Like, they always call Logan the smart one. Logan <laughs> but, calls himself the smart one. Right. Sometimes. But it really is Kendall. Because he's the one who actually comes up with the most successful ideas and fixes things when yeah. they go wrong. Usually. So he, he is the smart one, but he deferred it to Logan, so he didn't have the pressure well, on himself. he doesn't want to be a nerd. Yeah. He just doesn't want the pressure. I always say, I think he just doesn't want to be a nerd. That too. But that's not who he is. He's yeah. trying to be true to himself, and himself is not a nerd. Himself is the bad boy. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Every time <laughs> So... Oh, right. Carlos is still underwater. He's been underwater <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> With his helmet. So they're all just watching him. They're like, so how do I know when it's coming? And they're like, I don't know. Um, and then there's like an explosion, it's, I think. I wrote down a uh, geyser Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I don't think that's like how air comes out of someone's butt, <laughs> you know? Well, he did just eat a lot of beans. Oh my god, he ate so many beans. <laughs> there's so many, there's cans of beans floating in the pool. <laughs> Hold on. Is this like their day off? It's not their day off because they go to the studio later. So it's they got like, up really early to do they this. Up, they <laughs> woke up and they were like, "Hey, what should we do with our downtime?" Okay, it never comes back though. This is just a cold open. This is just yeah. unrelated to anything. Cold open, and I wish they did more did of them. They have like, where did they get all these? Did they buy all of these beans for this, or did they like steal <laughs> Put them, them on the shopping list the, for Mrs. Knight to buy? Yeah, just their please, first paycheck. Please buy. Or 900 cans of baked beans. (laughs) You can order room service at the Palmwoods. Maybe they just raided the kitchen. Oh, true. Okay, wait. I don't remember when maid service is mentioned at the Palmwoods, but they mention it. So is it an apartment where they have a paid maid service? Because, like, damn, that's really fancy. They have room service and, like, maids come in and clean up their shit. I thought it was just, like, you pay rent and then you live there and do your own cleaning. Sorry, that really threw me off. I was not expecting that to be mentioned. So. But it's the, it's the home of the future famous. I so. think if they did, like, a monthly rent-type situation, it would get sticky for bidders because if they get a gig, they'll leave. It would get sticky for bidders. <laughs> Sorry. He's in a bit of a sticky bucket. <laughs> but, like, I think he needs to set it up officially as a hotel but comfortably enough that people can stay there long-term. Interesting. Yeah, because we did have to pay more attention to figure out what his role actually is. Does he own the building? (laughs) Well, yeah, we'll we'll keep an eye out. The real answer is that it's fake. (laughs) No, it's not. In this alternate universe where the Earth's gravity (laughs) is less, um, that's also, hotels are just different. We haven't even gotten to the theme song yet. (laughs) So, anyway, um, Kendall's just trying to get it on video, but it gets sprayed by the water and it starts smoking, and then they're all disappointed because then they can't send it to the world record guy. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I also love the dated video camera. Yeah. Oh, such a good, such a good cold open. So theme song, and then they're in the studio singing. I f- I forgot what song. F- famous. Famous. I knew it was it was famous or did they sing hours. famous? So many times in this episode, it's the only song they sing. <laughs> so they're singing famous, and Gustavo stops them. Is it Kelly that says they sound great? Mm-hmm. Well, no, I think Kendall says it sounded great, right? Yeah. And then Gustavo says Green Day sounds great. You guys didn't make me want to vomit. Did he put the emphasis on day? Green Day. I don't think. He I don't did. think he did. Green Day sounds great. Yeah, if yeah. You okay. guys didn't make me want to vomit. If he said Green Day, I would have written it for <laughs> sure. I, yeah. So they get really upset because I know they did a good job. They yeah. did sound good. It was this, you know, the recording on the CD. That's what they played. <laughs> was famous on a CD? It actually was not. It was released on iTunes, and I bought it with my own money. <gasps> 
I don't know. Where did I get money? Twelve. <laughs> <I was> <laughs> iTunes cards. Everyone got iTunes cards for like Christmas and stuff. So also, I wasn't. How, how old was I? Oh well. Sorry. So there's a little back and forth about like, hey, you should be nicer to them, and put them nicer than they won't respect me. Well, you should be nice anyway, because you're being kind of a jerk. But showing thanks is a sign of weakness. He also mutes them while they're still in the sound booth, <laughs> yeah. which is really funny. <laughs> well, he says, and besides, you don't hear them thanking me. <laughs> and then they come out and Kendall thanks him. He says, hey, he we like, just wanted to say thank you. <laughs> I'm sure that Mrs. Knight beforehand was like, have you been thanking him for all of the great things he's done for you? And so he has to make sure that he thanks him. Yeah. No, but that doesn't seem like... I think he just sensed. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, like, it's his own way of trolling on Gustav. Oh, he for just, sure. Yeah, he has a, yeah, another sense for it. He's he a lip reader. <laughs> oh God! He learned to read lips just so that he can ask Gustav more. So Kendall thanks him and. Or oh, you know what? Sorry, because he muted them, but he didn't mute himself. So oh. they heard the conversation. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> oh, that's extremely good. So, <laughs> Kendall thanks them, and Gustav was like, You guys are done for the day. Because uh, he and Callie, they're off to North Carolina. Yay! They mentioned it again. Yay. Also, their flight leaves in 49 minutes, and I don't think they have enough oh my time God, no, oh, I, no. um, to get see, to another. LAX. It's another universe for. <laughs> I would like to know the street address of Rock Records so that I can calculate their drive time Same. to LAX because I don't think 49 minutes is going to cut it. Maybe they need to be at the airport. Oh no, he said flight leaves. Yeah. Maybe oh, terrible. Maybe Kelly told him that's when the flight leaves so that Ooh. they would be on time. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, um, so when they say they're off to North Carolina, Carlos <laughs> says, ooh, can you bring us back a Tar Heel? So I did. Go- <laughs> did you guys Google Tar Heel? No, it's fourteen. I knew it was the Tar Heel State. Some because I think I was, right. I was like reading election coverage, and then like sometimes to jazz it up, they'll say like the X state instead of the state they're talking about. Uh huh. And I was reading one about North Carolina, and they said the Tar Heel State, it's and I was like basketball, right? Is I know there's definitely t- some sports team. I want to say football, but I don't know if that's true. No, okay. It's not football. <laughs> so either he meant bring us back a basketball player <laughs> but okay so uh, google said that tar heel is the nickname given to someone who is a native or resident of north carolina so does he just want a person wait no wait because joe's from north carolina so he wants that he another girl from north carolina oh no oh, human trafficking oh, so. <laughs> well well, he, he doesn't do it. No. He's fine. Yeah. We don't have to cancel Gustav yet. <laughs> Not yet. Wait, are we in an alternate universe where Tar Heel means something else? What else would it mean, though? We can't. I don't know. <laughs> I imagine, in my head, I was just imagining a horseshoe. <laughs> I was imagining, like, a shoehorn, and I don't oh. think either of us is <laughs> right. What's the Tar Heel's logo? Definitely something metal. Hang on. Let me find out the Tar Heels logo. The last thing I looked up was a picture of Bandana Man. Good. <laughs> it's a ram. Oh. With, like, really curly horns. Okay, so... Can I say about the exact line real quick? Because it dovetails into Carlos's. So, wait. Carlos wants them to bring him back an Aries from North Carolina <laughs> is what I'm reading here. He just wants a ram. He doesn't want a person. Well, because Carlos goes, ooh, can you bring us back a Tar Heel? And Gustavo goes, ooh, I'm thinking about bringing back a hot new band that I can replace you with. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't, where did this come from? He was fine with them. He enjoyed them. Because he needs them to feel like they have to be at their best like, or else their jobs are on the line. They schemed with him. They had fun. <laughs> I think, realistically, they, on some level, know that he's just putting on a show. I think especially after seeing him interacting with Griffin, they understand where it's coming from more. If, you know, if they can think this critically. I know James can't. <laughs> <laughs> and so they, on some level, recognize that he doesn't mean this. So they don't take it personally. And he, on some level, recognizes that it's just for show. He's doing it because he needs them to respect him or whatever. Even though it's not doing any good for him, he should just give it up. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's my two cents. You can't replace them with a better band because Jane's got two new headshots <laughs> in. Just one hot young doctor 
I think I like to think was inspired by Doctor Hollywood. Hollywood from the previous episode, and then one hot, greasy mechanic. And, um, where does he gross? Where does he get things? Where does he find time? He's got to do band stuff, and he's got to scheme and like set the underwater fart world record. Okay, they they must have gotten a paycheck before this episode, and Carlos spent it on beans, and James <laughs> spent it on headshots. That's the only answer. What did Kendall and Logan spend it on? Well, I was gonna say Carlos. Because Carlos also has a sledgehammer at one point. True. So did one of them buy the baked beans for Carlos? Maybe that'll put it into like a. Combines like I like to think that he stole the sledgehammer from a big time crib. Mm, yes. Then he talks about needing a mansion set or right. Sorry. In a mansion. But Kelly's like, no, you said you would take care of that. And Gustavo's like, there's no way I would say. But then she pulls out a tape recorder <laughs> and plays him saying, Kelly, I'll find someone to house at my mansion. Um, and she's like, I record everything now. So good for her. Mm. Also, she's wearing a really good... Well, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about her blue shirt. It sticks in my brain. Mm. It's, like, very poofy, but a really good color of blue. Interesting texture. I don't know if it's a good shirt or a bad shirt. It's definitely a shirt. <laughs> uh, I haven't had enough time to think about it. Okay. Anyway, that's not related to what's happening. <laughs> and then he asks, who's going to dust my... 100-inch plasma. Thank you. Feed my exotic pets and make sure my million-dollar media room stays set at 68 degrees. I said so close out loud when yeah. he said 68. You can't say that on Nickelodeon. <laughs> um, and the boys obviously want to mansion shit. But mansion set. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, same, it, it all applies here. Yeah. They obviously want to mansion set. And he says, no, I'm not going to let the monkeys mansion sit. Whatever. He calls them monkeys. Logan's and- like, I thought we were dogs. And You're monkey goes- dogs. <laughs> and the answer is no. So and, Kelly um, pulls them in the office because that's where she reveals their flight is leaving really soon. <laughs> and they need to solve this immediately. Yeah. And they can't use freight train because he tried it before and he did the risky business <laughs> slide into a big foyer and he knocked over a priceless marble statue and broke it. And I would like to mention he was eating a sandwich. We also don't know anything about the value of the statue. We're assuming it's priceless yeah. because well, I don't think his chains are worth real money. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. All of his money goes into his mansion. That's well, what I believe. Because he has the $40,000 couch. You could also think about it because in our universe at least <laughs> Federico Benini said his name mm-hmm. is not a real designer I mean there's, there's guys out there but <laughs> they're not couch guys so did he just make up that name and that price no I think it's like a flex on them in magazine yeah. situation no but I, I know this but I really enjoy the idea <laughs> that he made up a designer <laughs> so he could just flex on everybody he would also freight train is perfect yeah and then he runs away. <laughs> but their flight leaves in 49 minutes, so someone's got a mansion sit. And so they enlist... The boys. The boys. And there are five mansion sitting rules at Casa Gustavo. They are as follows. <laughs> One, stay out of his media room. Two, do not open his living room fridge. Three, keep the butts off his $40,000 Federico Benini couch. And then there's a whip crack sound. Oof. First it was to James, who did, like, thumbs up. Then it was to Carlos, who did thumbs up. And then it was to Kendall, who did, like, a really sarcastic, yes. like, yeah. Did he do the finger guns? He did, he did like, double yeah. finger double guns. Double finger guns. <laughs> and then, like, kind of viral afterwards. And so he's enjoying his role. Which, which brings us to four, which is do not touch his Peruvian hairless cat, Monty. Oh, Logan says, oh, oh, I love cats. And Gustavo says, don't touch him. Oh, you like it. <laughs> Um, so I don't think Peruvian hairless cats are a thing, because Peruvian hairless dogs are a thing. <laughs> so I don't really know how, how that translates. But. I think Nickelodeon just thought Peru was really funny, because mm. I'm also thinking of Peruvian puff peppers from Drake and Josh. Oh, no. Mm. I don't want to talk about Drake and Josh ever on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I don't think Jed Springer... And, wrote any Drake and Josh, actually, so Good. he wasn't involved in that little gag. Don't want to go there. I don't think there's really a lot of crossover between this and yeah, Drake and Josh. 
Because huh, was... Ned's Declassified was the big crossover. Yeah, because yeah. Drake and Josh was a... Um, Schneider. Oh, Schneider. Mm-hmm. But still, like, it was all Nickelodeon, and clearly they all worked. You know, they're, they're using the same kind of team, so it's No, I like... mean, everyone who did Drake and Josh was working on iCarly, I think. Yeah, well, actually, Erin Sanders was on Zoe 101, which was Schneider, and true. now she's Camille, so mm-hmm. she she did it. And by she now... She crossed over. By now, we mean 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rule five was, if anything, anything is broken in his mansion, they're all fired. Are they fired from mansion sitting, or are they fired from being a oh, band? singing. I assumed, yeah, from being a band. Yeah. Because <laughs> that would be really convenient if he... He needs them to mansion sit so he can go find a better band, and if they mansion sit bad, he will need the better bands because they will be fired. <laughs> so Gustavo goes, are we clear? And they all yell, yes! And then it cuts Cheers. to Mrs. Knight saying, no! Because <laughs> they're too young. <laughs> <laughs> the logic that they apply here. But first he says... <laughs> I'm not too young. I'm 16. <laughs> Which is really funny because he's definitely, like, Kendall Nutt. Kendall Knight is 16. <laughs> Kendall Schmidt is not. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's so He said Kendall. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. He said Kendall Knight. <laughs> Kendall Schmidt is not, and it's real fun to see, like, this grown man. I'm 16! <laughs> it's like the, the Terry Crews wearing an eight-year-old girl. <laughs> They're all 16, and he's like, combined, we're 64! And, and Logan goes... That's older than you! <laughs> well, that's where Logan cuts, and he's like, that's older than you. I mean, that is older than you, isn't it? <laughs> it's not helping! <laughs> and then Logan um, is like, we're men now! We are men now, Mrs. Knight. So, well, this is where Kendall's also being salty about how his mom is giving him dinosaur-shaped chicken. And she's like, but you love that. And he goes, yeah, when I was eight. <laughs> Which is really disrespectful. I also love dino chicken yeah, nuggets. The right. only reason I have ceased to love it is because they don't make vegetarian ones. Mm. The second they do, <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> yeah, so then Logan's telling her that they're men... But then James and Carlos are having a moment. Yeah. Um, their dinosaurs are in a big battle. And they're roaring. Yeah. <laughs> I love when they just get to be children. But I get, and immediately after that, I was on Mrs. Knight's size and goes, fine. <laughs> after t- <laughs> they're also eating, like, Kraft mac and cheese, which no one comments on, but I want to mm, say that. And yes. they're, like, dipping the nuggets in ketchup. It's just the most childish possible <laughs> meal. I was wondering how Kendall, he like puts his hand on his mom's shoulder and goes, Mom, it's time. <laughs> and she goes, I want hourly updates. And they all cheer. But Carlos knocks over James's chocolate milk. And then Carlos goes, rah, 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 <laughs> with a mouthful of dinosaur chicken nuggets. And then James tackles him to the floor. And then Katie steals their chicken nuggets. Oh, no, Logan and Katie make eye contact and they both reach over oh, and steal them, yeah. Can we? I'm so sorry. I want to talk about the food more. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> they, I feel like Mrs. Knight would not voluntarily feed them these things. Maybe she would. I think she would. I think just, I, I don't know. Because she was only about. Okay. If I was entrusted with um, three other people's children, <laughs> I would probably not give them, like, these foods because then the other parents would like dunk on me for it okay like, but here's get my child a vegetable here's the thing she has to feed five children yeah and presumably has a job at this point yeah you know how many frozen pizzas i make for other people's children i guess <laughs> like this is what you're getting I'm going to go change the baby. I, I think it's very realistic. One of the most realistic parts of this episode. My other theory was that they bought all of this food with their paycheck. No, that no, 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 no. She this made the Mrs. Knight, yes. Okay. Because Kendall doesn't want his dinosaur-shaped chicken, and that's what she keeps feeding him. Mm-hmm. But she keeps feeding him that because Logan and Carlos love the dinosaur chicken nuggets. 
Clearly. So they're probably picky eaters, and they won't eat much else. And she's I like, like, I... I I, just, I had to force reset my brain because Haley said Kendall Nut, and now I don't know anything. <laughs> Big time nut. <laughs> so we only ever see Mrs. Knight trying to feed them healthy snacks in that one episode where they're like on a reality TV show yeah. and she's on camera. So she keeps walking around with the tray of, you want some healthy snacks? But I don't think she ever does that before no no, no. she will she's, she's just doing everything she can to survive <laughs> yeah and honestly good for her because mm-hmm. it's four 16 year old boys and combined they're 64 <laughs> and they're and that's older than her a lot of energy also they haven't said hockey players from minnesota <gasps> in a couple episodes oh <gasps> shit so i guess we're past that so after carlos gets tackled to the floor kendall just looks at his mom and goes i'll be in charge <laughs> which I guess. Like, I guess if you had to put one in charge, like, I guess it's him. But He's going to put himself in charge. Yeah. No or what. they're going to put him in charge because they mess up and don't know what to do. <laughs> Which, spoilers! <laughs> so she set her phone number on all of their speed dials. Just dial M for mommy. And she brought their jammies. And... Katie, get out of the bag. <laughs> so I think if Katie did stay, I don't think... Any of that would have happened. No. No. Any of the ensuing events, I think it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for that, Mrs. Knight. Mm-hmm. But she, she, it's fine. It all, it works out mostly. So, they walk in, and the first thing I noticed is that Gustavo has replaced the statue that Freight Train broke. <laughs> it's also playing classical piano music. Okay. Carlos immediately perceives it as a helmet rack <laughs> and tries to hang the helmet on it, which he's never been so enthusiastic about putting the helmet on something other than himself <laughs> before. It's a little OOC for me, personally. Well, he's still kind of waterlogged from being in the pool for so long. Poor Carlos. So they stop him, and Kendall's like, we have 64 years of experience together. <laughs> No, it wasn't even together. It was just between us. We have 64 years of combined experience, Which so we have to be responsible. I love that he's that he's counting, like, the first four years of their lives. <laughs> yeah. But then he changes pretty quickly to, who am I kidding? I'll race you to the media room. So, yeah. Let's go to North Carolina. Yes. And it says it at the bottom, just to make sure that you know that that's where it is. Which is definitely not where it was filmed. <laughs> doesn't matter. It's where it is. We've got these three boys they, in a recording Is it booth. the same set? I don't know. It's a little bit different. Okay. I mean, well, did they like, alter the set? I'm sure they altered the set. I mean, is it the same, same set they're yeah. filming it physically? Okay. I'm Probably. sure. So, so we got these three new boys. The windmills. The windmills. <laughs> <laughs> and they're singing famous. And they're not doing the job... Did I want them to do? No. But Gustavo immediately says, that was great. So, okay, sure. But then he goes, and now to break their spirit. (laughs) And then he tells them that was amazing, Lee average. (laughs) And then they're like, well, well, how can we make it better, Mr. Roxer? (laughs) They grovel so much, I'm, like, scared for them. I know. I worry about them. Like, yes, sir, we have total respect for your judgment. Gustavo's like, they sing amazing? They respect me, and I am so not missing Kendall and his pack of monkey dogs right now. So, like, he didn't need to continue with the monkey dogs thing because Big Time Rush is not there. He could have just <laughs> dropped it. But he's like, no, I like that. I'm going to continue using that for he's, the remainder of the episode. He's lying to himself. For fun. So we go back to Casa Gustavo where they have already broken rule number one. They have entered the media room. Mm-hmm. Logan is so nervous about this. <laughs> well, because they're playing one of those, like, golf video games. I don't know how it works. We actually hit the golf ball and it hits a screen. It right? looks like a projector. Okay. Which um, is weird because he did say he had a 100-inch plasma screen TV. Oh, true. Um, right. But James is saying, now watch the birdie, boys. So I'm wondering if they've ever played real-life golf. Or are they just playing it like hockey? Wait, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> what's that movie? <laughs> What the Adam Sandler movie? What hockey Happy golf? Madison? Happy Madison. It's ha- <laughs> that's what's happening here. It's a Happy Madison moment. Oh God! But it's it's pretty brief, so now we can move on and not talk about Adam Sandler anymore. Cool. I mean, birdie is a golf term. No, but he's a, he's a hockey player playing golf. Oh, uh, I've never seen the movie. I just know that. Oh, that's okay. Like no, or Billy Madison is the movie. Happy Madison is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
That one. Um, oh. What I'm saying, James is playing, he's probably playing golf like he plays hockey, but and it's presumably good because they watch the birdie mm. boys. And then they're yelling, miss it, miss it. <laughs> they're just having a good time. Okay, they're eating popcorn, and it's, like, all over the floor and the furniture. Yeah. But, that, I mean, that's nothing that a good vacuum won't fix. Right. But I feel like that's the easiest, that's really easy not to happen. Oh, yes, but they're disasters. <laughs> We've established this many times over. So they're like, okay, we've broken rule number one, but it stops here, right? And then it cuts to them all standing in front of his living room fridge, contemplating it. And <laughs> Carlos... <laughs> has a Gustavo recollection that is not what Gustavo really said. Help yourselves to anything in my living room fridge. Yeah. And then Kelly's standing behind him nodding her head like, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if they all have this moment or if it's just Carlos. I mean, because Logan says that's not what they said. Mm. And they're like, yes, it is. So... They're, they're wondering why Gustavo locks this fridge. It's like a big lock and chain around. <laughs> There's a big padlock. A combination lock. It's not even a padlock. Oh, lock. really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. They say, I bet he keeps his heart in there. And Logan says, or his victims. And then Carlos says, or food. <laughs> Which is like, yeah, it's a fridge. So no, but I don't mean that in a way making fun of Carlos. I'm oh, like, no. yeah, it's like, yes. <laughs> why would the other one? Carlos is just being correct. He's just being correct. Mm hmm well, there's only one way to find out. So we just gotta line up the tumblers and... We place their hands between the cylinder and the central housing. That's it. And then hit it with a sledgehammer! <laughs> and then he screams. And then they open the fridge. And there's, like, angelic vocalizing. And it's just... Chocolate, chocolate pudding cups? It's just <laughs> individual cups of chocolate pudding on every shelf, on every, like, door shelf. Spilled to the brand. There's gotta be, and they're so excited. Two hundred of them. They're so excited. They just scream pudding. <laughs> Which, like, at first I was like, "Why does he have that much pudding?" And then I'm like, "Actually, I wish I had that much pudding." Yeah. Again, it's just to like, just because he can. Yeah. He's living his best life, yeah. and I applaud him for it. So back in apartment 2J, Mrs. Knight, she's having a rough time. She's looking through family photo albums, <laughs> and she keeps showing Katie pictures. Like, oh, he's 10 here. He still needed me to wipe his nose. Oh, he's 2 there. He needed me to wipe everything. And Katie's like, okay, I get it. There was a lot of wiping. <laughs> so this has been going on for a while, presumably. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm not used to this empty nest thing. And Katie's also, like, sorry. What is the order of her photo album? <laughs> Usually it's chronological. <laughs> no, it's just her greatest hits album. <laughs> Probably. Oh, love her. Mm-hmm. So Katie takes it upon herself to make her mom feel better by pretending she needs to be babied. So she takes out a thermometer, and while Mrs. Knight is getting, getting her, a blanket. her a blanket, she takes the thermometer and puts it in... Her tea. A cup of tea, and then takes it out, and is like, look, I have a fever of 103. Mrs. Knight freaks out, and temperature of 103. Yeah. So, one line I did really like right before that is she's still being sad, and then she just goes, maybe it's time for me to find a nice ice flow and float out to sea. <laughs> <laughs> so Katie's trying she's... to stop her mother from floating out to sea. <laughs> so dramatic and I love it. Yeah. She's sick, quote unquote, and Mrs. Knight freaks out and tries to put her to bed and stuff and Katie's like, maybe some online poker will settle my stomach. <laughs> I was thinking ginger ale. But anything for my little princess. <laughs> <laughs> she just really needs those guys. At the beginning of this next scene is like, I think the worst because it's so stressful for me to watch and I don't know why because I know what's going to happen. Right. The only thing I wrote was, messy pudding boys, how do they eat so much pudding? (laughs) (laughs) All that I can say about that. Why do I try? (laughs) So they spill chocolate pudding on Gustavo's $40,000. I want to point out it's 100% Kendall's fault because Uh 
he looks over, he like finished his own cup, and then I don't remember whose cup James it was, James's. So then he just goes, ooh, and then he reaches his spoon over and takes a giant spoonful out and is slowly reaching it back towards his mouth. Like, there's like a full couch cushion in between. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then it falls on the couch. But he's in charge. He's the responsible He's the one guys. in charge. Yeah. And so there's this off-white colored couch with a chocolate pudding on it now. James yells, Gustavo's gonna kill us and we're only 64 years old! <laughs> Love that. And then Kendall says, Logan, brain, now! Even though he was demonstrably incorrect about the thing with the water pressure and farts, unless they live in a different universe where gravity is different. So, yeah. And he comes up with, oh, he's got a cat. Cat litter will soak up its the main steam. ingredient is bentonite, which, as we all know, is a natural absorbent. Which I did look up because I was hoping he would be wrong, but it seems to check out <laughs> yeah. as far as I can tell. So they just put a pile of cat litter on top. I'm sure they did not wipe anything up. They just put it right on top of the pudding. Yeah. So it's, it's not going to work. It's going to absorb the whole pudding. It's not going to work anyway. They're disasters, and it stresses me out. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they open up the door to air out the smell. I've never owned a cat, but I feel like if you just put cat litter on something, a cat will not immediately come pee on it. Do cats mark their territory with pee? Or is that just a dog thing? Did oh, they just maybe? get <gasps> Peruvian hairless dogs mixed up with cats? No, cats? I think that's... I think maybe it is just a Peruvian hairless dog, but it looks really weird, and so somebody sold it to Gustavo <laughs> as a cat. So that, he that would explain the marking. But it meows! <laughs> it's a weird cat. But it it's meows. a weird dog! <laughs> So, maybe, oh, maybe it's like they somehow managed to breed a cat and a dog together. Mm, genetic. Like another Nickelodeon It just looks show like a cat. It just, maybe they, it's genetically modified to be more dog-like, and that's how it's the hairless Peruvian. Mm. But it's a cat. So the cat comes to <laughs> pee on the cat litter that they put on the couch to absorb the pudding, and they all scream because they've never seen a hairless cat before, I guess. They're from Minnesota. It's really like, too cold there. Get him off the couch. So Carlos grabs the cat and throws it <laughs> across the house. Well, clearly it started fighting back. <laughs> yeah. And Directly out the open door. Yeah. And they're like, okay, so there goes rule number four. They live in Minnesota, so they don't know that coyotes exist. <laughs> One of them accidentally sits down on this, like, control panel, and then a disco ball comes down, (laughs) and music starts playing, and there's, like, club music going. (laughs) They're like, okay, calm down. All we gotta do, we gotta get the stand off the couch, find the cat, raise the disco ball, and Kendall's giving a speech. We can do this together. And then they all cheer, and then it's a hard cut to an alarm blaring. It sounds like national disaster. (laughs) What kind of alarm is that? Tornado? (laughs) Yeah, like a tornado alert. And things are worse. Things are oh much worse. So James has broken the statue. He thinks he's broken the statue. He's holding pieces in his hand. One of them, I think, Kendall has Kendall a fire extinguisher. Because he was because there's been the fire. Garbage was on fire. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Logan can't find the cat, and the alligator is loose. <laughs> Crawled in from Gustavo's moat. His moat? <laughs> so their plan is to get a ladder and a broom or just a long stick and tie a piece of raw meat to it and dangle it in front of the alligator. And then they lead it into the downstairs bathroom. Which, so, I mean, props to them. That's probably the best case scenario. Yeah. Best thing they could have done. Also, at one point, Kendall says, Now to just find Gustavo's freaky bald cat, which is so mean. <laughs> And that's when James suggests that they should call the FBI. <laughs> and then Logan's like, this is because he's the smart one. He says, the FBI only worked to serious crimes. <laughs> oh, that explains a lot. And then it turns out that James once tried to call the FBI because his hair was limp and lifeless, and they hung up on him. He said it explains a lot. I want to know how many times he's called the FBI. Really? How did he get their number? Why did he think they would help in the first place? Who first told him about the FBI in a way that he thought this is what they were for? Well, he doesn't want them to fix his hair. He wants them to find out who used all of his Kuda Massapoles. Oh, he's so <laughs> dumb! I love it. So, there's three possible places the cat could be. One, he's roaming the neighborhood. Two, he's hiding up a tree. And then... 
the alligator burps from inside the bathroom, which is number three. I don't, I don't think alligators can do that. Alternate universe, I guess. <laughs> so, um, uh, we're back in North Carolina, and the windmills are ruining famous more. <laughs> They're singing it faster. Because he asked them to shave three seconds off the song, and they did! So, guys, I have some uh, things to say here. Oh, yes. Okay, well, okay. So I took the original song, which usually ends with Logan's rap, but obviously they <laughs> end it. They don't end it there. They don't do their rap. So they presumably end after the last chorus. So the song would be 2 minutes 36 seconds. So the music Gustavo would want it to be 2 minutes 33 seconds. So Famous, the recorded version, is about 124 beats per minute. And to shave off 3 seconds, it would have to be performed at 126 beats per minute. So, like, just a tiny bit faster. And the windmills performed it at 162 BPM. <laughs> so that would make the entire song 1 minute 59 seconds, and they would have shaved off 37 seconds. So the other possibility... If time is the same <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, yes, but that's that's number three. Uh, number two is that we don't know how long the song is that they're singing, because they only ever hear the very end of the last verse. Mm -hmm. So in order for their jump to 124 BPM to 162 BPM to have shaved off only three seconds... The entire song would have originally have been 12.86 seconds. So <laughs> they, when they would have brought down to 9.86 seconds. <laughs> so that suggests that the entire performance was just, you want to be the one who's living the life. You want to be famous. You want to be the one who's taking the free ride. And that's the whole thing. That's the entire song. Because we don't hear anyone perform anything before that. Yeah, or either that or there's a very short intro and then they sing just the part that we hear and then it ends. Okay. So those are the possibilities. <laughs> or Gustavo's just really dumb and didn't notice that 37 isn't the same as 30 seconds. <laughs> Maybe he said three seconds and they heard three seven. Maybe. <laughs> but he's but Gustavo's like he's he has a stopwatch and he clicks the stopwatch and goes, Amazing. Like, he says the word. He just likes the word amazing. And, and then, then he's he like, Boy, it's in the last note in the key of G. Okay, so they sing it in G, but it's a major chord and famous is very much in minor. Yeah, it's in so they definitely ended on a minor chord. So I don't know what they think they're doing. Um, they're perfect. Unless when he said key of G, they thought he meant G major and just went with that because he didn't specifically say minor. Because yeah, the song is in E flat minor, so there's not even a G <laughs> at all. Um, and then he has to do it in Tibetan throat singing. <laughs> but it's much funnier than that. And then he tells them to go get him a pulled pork sandwich. And they say, yes, sir, Mr. Rock. And then he, he says... He likes sandwiches! But then he says, I don't even eat pulled pork. <laughs> so... Which, honestly, disrespectful. Right. And also, if someone's going to get you food, ask for something you want. What? Yeah. What's happening? He's mad with power. <laughs> and then Kelly says, what about Kendall, James, Carlos, and Logan? And Gustavo says, Who? <laughs> Oh, you mean the monkey dogs that bite me at everything I say? And then he says, well, let's just hope those boys don't give me a reason to dump them, because I know three windmills that'll be blowing them back to Minnesota. The subtitles love that. <laughs> and then they found Gustavo's cat. Well, no, no they, they didn't. Replacement They cat. found a different cat. And then they try to shave it. Well, because somebody asks Carlos, where did you get a cat? And he goes, I got a guy. I got a guy. <laughs> so someone says, they really do map so well onto the Sunny Gang sometimes. Because <laughs> they're saying, we can't shave a cat. And then James goes, oh, would you rather tell Gustavo that we lost his and, you know, have him replace us and destroy my dreams? So they don't want to do that, of course. So they're like, hold him steady. And then Kendall's going in with the clippers. It's like, how hard can it be to shave a, shave a cat? 
and it's very hard. This is a powerful cat. <laughs> yeah, it's um, ripping up everything and like attacking them physically, I guess, due to the states of their clothing and like skin. Yeah, they got cuts on their face. Their hair is all their over the place. Their shirts are ripped. It does spray paint cats' roll on their walls, <laughs> and it's the same sort of arm that lightning. Like, the, yep. I keep wanting to say dog. teenage wonder dog, but it's not teenage wonder. Lightning dog. the TV wonder dog. Yeah, it's the same type of arm. So again, if this is another universe, that's just how animal arms works. <laughs> Sucks. Sucks, yeah. I wrote powerful spray paint cat. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of them says he learned to spray paint? Because Carlos. So I guess whoever this guy is. <laughs> does, oh man, Why yeah. does Gustavo have spray paint? I think the cat brought it. <laughs> how did they not notice that? Also, how does Carlos already have a guy in California? Hmm. How many? How many no, cats? His Minnesota cat guy to expedite one. Oh god! How did that? First of all, that cannot have happened that quickly. No, so I, he has to have a California cat guy. How many cat-related situations? Probably a network of cat guys, and he just okay. That's better than like they have needed many cats over the past two, three weeks that they've been here. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Hey, do you guys remember when they opened the fridge and saw the chocolate pudding? Yes. Do you guys also remember the Ode to Joy that was playing with the chorus and the triumphant yeah. strings? Yeah. Cool. I just wanted to talk about that for a second. <laughs> I thought we did. I thought we did, too. I just don't... I couldn't remember, and I wanted to make sure we did, so never mind good. all of Based that. Based on shows up a lot mm-hmm. in this one. So the next scene is, like, really short, and I don't really know why they put such a small scene in there, but it's just <laughs> Mrs. Knight putting a humidifier right in front of Katie's face, who wants steam, and then wraps her in a bunch of blankets. But also just to show that she's still smothering her. True. The transition music is famous, but it's the faster version <laughs> by the windmills, which oh, I no. thought was fun. That is fun. And then, speaking of the windmills, And goes- Beethoven. <laughs> oh, and that's where she says she ordered extra blankets from housekeeping. So, does housekeeping provide, like, all of their bedding? Because that's why. Well, they don't have a laundry. They don't? They don't have a washer dryer. In the How do you know? We don't know where their bedrooms are. She's done laundry before. Yeah. Carlos sleeps in the swirly slide, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, we can't. We cannot <laughs> so do this. We don't have enough evidence. The we can't keep doing this. The windmills are covering furries <laughs> on the piano, harp, and violin. Gustavo is, like, shutting down his unit the boys and they're like do you not like that we're classically trained we can classically untrain ourselves which is what i did to myself (laughs) unintentionally but also it it read very much like do you want us to nap because we totally nap if you want also it's like three jameses Mm -hmm. yeah but like less self-centered three nice jameses oh weird oh god we don't know what they're like when they're not in front of gustavo that's true that is what James is like in front of Gustavo. He's always he's always like that. Mm-hmm. They're all the pretty one. <laughs> there is no bad boy. <laughs> Not, and, and I don't know if it's just me. I didn't think any of them were very pretty. They had very... Oh, no, just if they're all James. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't think their hairstyles were doing any of them. It was hard because justice. one of them does look like CJA. James <laughs> rapper. Uh... <laughs> So he's like, well, I can't just leave them. They idolize me. I can't. I can't. I'm their hero. <laughs> I like when like, they ask, would you like us to get you a multivitamin? <laughs> it's, like, I, there's, it's not like there's record producers waiting outside to sign them. And then Kelly opens the door and all the record producers pile in. They they're fall waiting outside. So Gustavo misses them and Kelly reads the room and says, I think you miss your boy <laughs> or your monkey dogs or your boy monkeys. <laughs> They raise your blood pressure and you like it. You need it. <laughs> I don't like that. And then that's when Gustavo's like, I can't abandon the windmills. I'm their hero. And then all the record producers pile in. And what I really appreciate is they're like, oh, hey, Gustavo. Hey, uh, hi, hi. And he just goes, yeah, you can. They're all yours. Take go for it. And so they wait until they have the okay from Gustavo before they try to sign them. Yeah, that's nice. And I nice. think that's very respectful. North Carolina. <laughs> We're back in 2J, and Mrs. Knight is trying to feed Katie, like, a... What's bigger than a tablespoon? Two tablespoons. I don't think there's, like, a name. It's just a big, giant spoon. It's the same kind of giant that the syringe that they tried to stab (laughs) James with in the previous episode It's like a serving spoon. Yeah. So she's trying to serve her on this serving spoon. Extra strength Nyquip with real artificial cherry flavor. 
I guess this was Katie's limit. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so she admits everything that she's faking it. And she says, "Wow, that's a big spoon." <laughs> I also said that before she said it. Wow, you could write the show. I could not. <laughs> I need to go back to the episode for a second because I know. The spoon gets put down at some point, but I don't know. She what doesn't. She... Have, she doesn't have the medicine out. So does she? She just lets the spoon down. Okay, it's very vexing. But we don't see it, right? No, it's like okay. you hear she... it happen. You hear it clatter onto the table. I watched to see if she was going to pour it out, and she didn't. Uh, I know. <laughs> She's losing it. She is. She needs Kendall back. She does. Katie admits that she lied. And Mrs. Knight is touched that she would do that because she cares for whatever. It's a sweet moment, much better than it could have gone. She's going to let go, and she's going to even call Kendall to tell him that he doesn't need to check in, which Katie advises against. And then at one point, Katie tries to get free, and she's like, of the blankets, and she's like, you mummified me, which is, (laughs) I think, my favorite Katie line. (laughs) So far in the entire show. Um, so, speaking of the boys who don't need to check in, they've decided that Logan, the smart one, has to come up with an idea to get them out of this. <laughs> um, and they do say, oh, smart one, I knew he'd come through. Earlier, um, Kendall, when Kendall says Logan brain now, I wrote down that Kendall has become Gustavo in Gustavo's absence. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's very much a Gustavoism. Yes. Yes. So, Logan's plan is there's a flight that leaves at 4 a.m. They can move to Bolivia, change their names, and raise alpacas. And he starts, like, he, he doesn't do his full maniacal laugh, but he definitely hints at it, <laughs> which is fun. Well, Kendall says, I have a better idea. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna call one of those maid services? <laughs> one of those places that gets the cats out of the alligators. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a third thing. Statue repairman. Yes, yeah, statue repairman. And he says all of the above, and he calls his mom. Does, does Mrs. Knight know how to get cats out of alligators? Does she have prior experience? I think it's just a moms can do anything situation where okay. he just has so much faith in her. Yeah, that's it's, cute. It's very sweet. So she and Katie show up and... She starts pointing, barking orders, telling them how to fix everything, and they do. <laughs> it's a cute little montage. It's set to the instrumental as soon as ours. Oh, yeah. Uh, they see the hairless Peruvian cat, and Katie's like, that's a cat? <laughs> Everyone is super mean to hairless cats mm-hmm. all the time for no reason. Yeah. When did they find out Gustavo's coming back early? Did they find this out oh, yet? Right before they have to call in the cavalry. Yeah. Okay. That's so the way they did it. Yeah. Right? Okay. Because they're in the taxi now. Yeah. And then Kelly's trying to coach him on how to be nice to the boys. <laughs> and, like, they made a little script and everything. Gustavo's supposed to say that he likes them and he thanks them for all the hard work. And then he goes, unless they touch anything in my mansion, then it's, I hate you! And you're dead! You hear me? Dead! <laughs> Um, I wanted him to cause another earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> he will eventually, I'm sure. Yeah. And then as they're pulling up to the mansion, there's 10 seconds left on the quick dry glue, and James and Carlos have to hold it steady for 10 more seconds, but they're running out of time! Oh no! Her code for Gustavo showing up is Bigfoot's in the campground. <laughs> Which is not, I don't think. That's true, because Bigfoot doesn't live in a campground. He lives in the woods. And also, well, no, but he has entered the campground. I know it doesn't reflect his own home, but... Oh, yeah, no, it doesn't relate in any way, because Bigfoot is, like, hard to find <laughs> and <laughs> mysterious. <laughs> and Gustavo is not those things. Well, I mean, they had a lot of other stuff to do, so they probably weren't firing on all cylinders. With they haven't been firing on cylinders at all, yeah. And they're all wearing cutesy pajamas. Not yet. They're well, still in their ripped clothes. Right. Because <laughs> Gustavo, Gustavo's up to the door at this point. Yeah. And he's he spends like 30 seconds trying to unlock his front door, which is Relatable. half it's half made of a glass and has a direct sight line <laughs> to the statue. <laughs> uh, but I guess he's just not seeing it. Yeah, then Mrs. Knight books it out of there. Statue's done. But Kendall says, wait, Mom. Thanks. <laughs> And then she blows them a little kiss. Do not have time for it. And then they like duck out the back door, I guess. Yeah. And like Kendall dives into. I thought you said Kendall dies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rip. Kendall dives His into. His last words were, "Mom, thanks." <laughs> oh, that's really cute, actually. <laughs> but also, so sad because that means she has to bury her child. Oh, oh stop! <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I yeah. Gustavo can't find a dead body, so now she's got to take care of that. I didn't mean it like that. I mean, like, no parents.
parent should have to bury their child. Oh, um, I mean, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I guess go morbid if you want. <laughs> anyway, Kendall leaps into wherever the boys are, and they, in like two seconds, change into their jammies. Which, they change way faster. So, the first episode of season three, mm-hmm. or season four, they're trying to beat NSYNC's backstage world record change time or something. Which and they was- can't! What was that, like, three, four point seven seconds something or something? Because like this was way faster. Yes. So, I mean, I, it's different outfits, I guess. Maybe the stage outfits are way harder. Honestly, they could have just put the jammies on over their clothes. Mm, true. Yeah. And I say jammies because that's the only way to describe them. Yeah, they're wearing, like, cutesy pajama sets. And they have nightcaps, but the nightcaps do not match. <laughs> I know. At first, I was like, oh, man, they just swapped nightcaps. But they nope. don't. They didn't. They're just awful. My favorite one is Logan's that has cacti on them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I like how... Kendall's has dinosaurs on it, even though he's too old for his dinosaur-shaped chicken. Well, that's just the chicken. Isn't he? He's too old for dinosaurs. Knight knows that he wants to be over it and just right. keeps dunking on him by buying him chicken. <laughs> oh my god, that's <laughs> Buying him dinosaur themes. <laughs> he's wearing dinosaur footy pajamas, but his nightcap is just flannel. And it's huge. It's like a Santa cat made of flannel. Carlos says it's on underneath his helmet, which I really yeah. enjoy. Yes. He's got, like, food on his pajamas, which is cute. and Like breakfast food, like yes. bacon and eggs. And James is wearing a matching pajamas. He's not wearing funny pajamas because he's too fancy for that. But also he's wearing this hideous. It looks in a colors like it matches Carlos's, but it's different shapes on it. It's confusing and upsetting. Which completely and totally matches his zebra print. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he... <sighs> Why don't people wear nightcaps anymore? They're fun. Because now nightcap means alcohol. That's and people true. like that better. Gustavo shows up and the mansion is spotless. <gasps> Wow, and the boys are just stretching and waking up. They're sitting in this little couch. Because they didn't want to touch anything. <laughs> Carlos says, yeah, we're not just pretending. <laughs> oh, he's back, guys. Bring him back. And Gustavo goes, silence, Monty. <laughs> and then the little the cat jumps into his arms. <laughs> and then what the boys say, one of them goes, hey, little guy. Another one just says, hairless cat. <laughs> That else like, is so cute. Gustavo <laughs> totally has loved. Mm, true. He has a cat. Yeah. So the boys are trying really hard to get out of there as soon as possible before anything goes wrong, before he notices anything. But Gustavo still has to say his little speech that he practiced. So <laughs> Kelly is looking at him with, you know, you need to do this and I will not let you word me away out of this. And so he gives this little speech. He goes, we've been working together for a month now. And we've had our ups and downs, but the truth is, and he has trouble getting this out because he goes, I love, I love. <laughs> and then he says, he finally gets it out, I like you. And immediately upon finishing that sentence, the statue cracks in half and <laughs> shatters to the ground. And then they say, we like you too. And then they run away. And this is when I noticed that James has a pink bag. Which is only relevant because in one of the movies, he just is super upset at Kendall for having a pink bag. But <laughs> oh, like, yeah. A, like a nor- like a- well, I bet Mrs. Knight packed this one. That's fair. Yeah. Double standard. Anyway, they run away. Well, on the way out, Carlos hands Kelly the cat that they were unable to shave. He goes, here, have a cat. And then James says, thanks for the pudding. See you. <laughs> So Gustavo is grabbing his head. He's yelling for aspirin. And then he runs Yeah, he runs into the bathroom to grab the aspirin. And then Kendall bumps his head back in and says, Oh, hey, uh, might I want to use the bathroom? And then Gustavo discovers there's an alligator in his bathroom. <laughs> so there's a lot of screaming. We end on Gustavo fighting this alligator. <laughs> Probably may not survive. I don't know how alligators do. Can you imagine if the next episode was just Gustavo's funeral? <laughs> How many people have to die in this episode? <laughs> Big time funeral. <laughs> Is that the episode title? Yes. <laughs> Big time wake. Oh. Oh, man. Yes. Uh, <laughs> give a better eulogy than the other and they would all be super backhanded and mean <laughs> and shitty. And then eventually Kendall would be like, no, but. Oh, Kendall's also dead, though. <laughs> I thought. Is no, he? he's not dead. Not in this. Nice. Okay. Not in big time wake. <laughs> See, I like big time funeral better. Big time funeral. 
on the nose. <laughs> so that's it. We end on Gustavo fighting the alligator. Which presumably, I mean, we don't Gustavo does survive in this situation. Mm-hmm. We don't hear about the alligator, but... Oh, no. <gasps> I mean, maybe it's just it's back fun. in the okay. moat. Yeah, because it is talking... It's one of his... So maybe it just well, cries? What if, if you have, like, a tank of eels, you know, when you have electric eels to, like, yeah. block people out, I don't know if you call those, like, your pets and you're, like, friends with them. <laughs> so you have to keep the alligator angry to keep out intruders. But Gustavo wants everything to respect and fear him. It fears him. Oh, mm. See? Yeah, that's how he gets out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but one day that is going to bite him in the butt because something like an alligator will not not succumb to whatever he is putting out into the world. Putting. (laughs) Yeah, does anyone have any things for this? I forgot to look for, like, trivia about it. Let's see what fun facts we have. This is the only time Gustavo's mansion is shown. (gasps) No, I wanted to see. Well, he has... How many houses? Nine houses or something? He yells it in the pilot. I don't remember. <laughs> okay, that's a really good thing. Goofs on http www.nick.com slash show slash tv schedule. The title is misspelled as Big Time Mation. Oh, I thought I was reading as Maison, like the French version. <laughs> okay, but the, oh, but the eyes in the wrong spot. The goof directly under that is that when the camera's on the statue and the windows on the far right look at the window close to the statue, what is that thing that appears and then disappears? Period. I need to know! <laughs> can someone pull it up? I don't want to, like, yeah, I can pull it up in noises second. on my computer. Real quick, so I clicked on that link, and it just tells me, like, what what's on r- right now on Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> what's on? Are you afraid of the dark? Oh, nice. Yeah. One of the comments is, why there an alligator in the mansion? <laughs> I respect that. It was a moat. They explained it. (laughs) No, this person wasn't listening. I'm trying to decipher that one goof, the thing that disappears, and figure out when it's talking about that. Sorry. It also, in guest starring, it says, like, the windmill's actor name, but it just says, like, Cayman Edwards as windmill. (laughs) (laughs) Why did they call them the windmills? Did they name themselves that? Is there a correlation between North Carolina and windmills? If this is the correct guy... The blonde guy is, like, in stuff. Yeah. Four-time Emmy Award winning. <laughs> film and so Broadway far. actor and producer. <gasps> Shit. He was in The Revival of All My Children. He starred on Broadway alongside Ariana Grande. <laughs> in what? 13, the musical. Okay, I looked up North Carolina windmills and it just gave me a map with different <laughs> windmill locations in North Carolina, so... Nice. Um, he has appeared in over 30 television series, including I currently... Alright, where's his filmography? Here we go. Yeah, Big Time Rush's windmill. That's wild. Wild. The same... Okay, in the same year, he was also on The Good Wife. This was, like, halfway through his career... I would be on Big Time Rush in, at any point in my career. <laughs> That's fair. I think. He hadn't won an Emmy yet, though. Did he win an Emmy for Big Time Rush? No. Is he actually classically trained at whatever <laughs> instrument he played? I don't think so, but he was on Broadway. All right, AJ Mendoza was not in a lot of stuff. He was an American Idol. As a was he on American Idol yeah. or in American Idol? Okay. On American Idol. Do you think he sounds like the windmill sounded? He can't have, right? No. I don't know what this is talking about with the windows. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other guy's just been in stuff. He played Harry in the 2007 video short Harry Potter in the Hood. Oh no. And also, oh dear. He played Link slash Edward Cullen on the TV series <laughs> X-Play in the episode Twilight Modern Warfare 2. He also was on The Tonight Show as Master Chief. Good for him. He's done some other things, but not a lot. I can't. I'm looking so hard at the windows. On the far right. Okay, but the Close thing is, to the it says when the camera is on on the statue and the window's on the far right. Then it says, look at the window closest to the statue, which is on the left side. So I'm checking all the windows now. There's nothing out there. There's nothing out there. That's a lie. This person's not hearing 
Okay, so if you're looking I, at trivia, um, that person's wrong. <laughs> oh my no! Please, like, I mean, if find you, out what it means. Yeah, if you find out, let us know. This feels like I don't know if we've talked about this. In that Spotify playlist Haley found um, <laughs> Big Time Rush songs in a specific order, and we can't figure out what the order is. And yeah. it's ruining Haley's life. <laughs> a little bit. So if you are Kiana Scarpa and you made a Spotify playlist about Big Time Rush, hit oh, us up. On, we have handles, right? Yeah, we do. Where can they hit us up? All right, hit us up on Twitter. We're at BTR underscore podcast. You can email us at BigTimeRushPod, all one word, at gmail.com. Or find us at BTR-podcast.tumblr.com. Please talk to us. We just want to talk about Big Time Rush a lot. That's really the only reason that we're doing this. Yeah, because, um, I mean, we roped Ashton into it, but <laughs> this is her first time going through it. But no one else really wants to get on that bandwagon <laughs> with us. So it's the only life you got, so you gotta live it girl time. Your pants are cold. Unless you have a sign. Wait, this is paused. Is it still going? That's fine. I just want to practice now. We can say whatever the fuck we want to now. I don't know. I don't know what it looks like. Cool. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. I'm gonna guy you walk around. That's the guy I'll be. Turn myself upside down. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. We got it right. Change your mind. I will be there. Put it back. Did you pause that? No. Oh, oh cool. Okay. We- <laughs>